everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance Talk Boxing. Before we start anything here, first off, a very happy hello to my friend, Chance Michaels. How are you, Chance? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Here we are on the eve of the weekend, or I guess we are at the weekend now. But uh, yeah, it's kind of great. It's kind of nice. It's kind of cool. It's been kind of warm the last few days, so... Kind of nice little balance here, but you know what? Before anything else, everybody remember to like, subscribe, and hit those notification buttons. Uh, your support means the world to us. Without you guys, we don't really have anything going. So support us, like us, love us, and uh, join us for this journey that we're on here, man. We're here for the long haul. Right, Trent? Absolutely. Tell your friends, tell your family, subscribe, and share. Share that. Tweet it out, Facebook it out, however you do social media, share it. Awesome, man. Absolutely. All right, so let's get right into it. This weekend, we have Ryan Garcia against Javier for, uh, for Fortuna uh, from the Dominican Republic. Garcia is a Los Angeles native. Uh, huge name Ryan Garcia has right now on the social media world. He's got over 9 million Instagram followers. Um, what do you think, man? Do you think Ryan is the big next name, the big next superstar? I'm not sure about that, but he's kind of like a young De La Hoy. He's a good-looking guy. He's presentable. He's friendly. They say he's the future. I don't know. He hasn't really beaten anybody to say that yet. Well, you know, that being said, I think he's on the right path now, taking the Fortuna fight here. I mean, Fortuna is, in my opinion, somewhat of a boogeyman coming into this division. Um, he's no joke. Dude's for real, man. Garcia, 22-0 and with 18 KOs going into this fight. Against Javier Fortuna's 37, 3 and 1 and 2 no contest. Guy's legitimate puncher, Fortuna is. He is. Um, He's not going to walk in the park. Vegas has no. 8 1 underdogs. So we're not giving yeah. him any respect. Yeah. But it's not going to be an easy night for Garcia. Well, no, this fight was supposed to happen um, last year, um, initially stated for 2021, but that's when Ryan stepped aside to deal with some mental health issues at that time. And uh, Jojo Diaz had stepped up to take that fight in his place and actually beat Fortuna that night. Um, that being said, a lot of people, including myself, are on the same boat that Garcia didn't look that great in his one-sided victory as a B. You know, I mean, he totally dominated it, but it wasn't what people were hoping for or expected to see from Ryan Garcia. So I'm hoping that, you know, some of that ring rust is off of him and we're going to see a different one. But I think he has to tread carefully here, man. Uh, Fortuna, he's a very awkward fighter from some of the fights that I've seen. And awkward fighters don't usually tend to fare so well, in my opinion. But if you can punch like this man can, mm -hmm. you know, he's got knockouts at 130, at 135 as well. So, I mean, there, there, there is that possibility that this guy could put him to sleep. And, I mean, we've seen Garcia go down, right? Luke Campbell did take him down that, in, in that fight. So, Fortuna's got, no, Fortuna's got nothing to lose here, right? He's a heavy underdog. Chance yeah. beat an undefeated record. So, I mean, it's a long shot. I think Vegas has it right. But, like you said. Yeah. Well, they're giving, you know, there's, there's, he's giving up a lot here, too. And it's kind of interesting because Fortuna wanted this fight at 140. Okay. He's the one who wanted it at 140. Uh, they weighed in today. So he weighed in, uh, Fortuna had to weighed in at 138.8 pounds. Ryan, 140 right on the mark uh, from the weigh-in this morning. Uh, Garcia is 23 years old. He's 5'8", 70-inch reach, where Fortuna, Fortuna has a reach of 68.5 and 5'6 half. So he's giving up a lot there as well, man, in size and reach. Um He's going to have to go. I wonder if that'll play into this. The youth is on Garcia's side. Well, I mean, the thing is, Garcia's going to have to work from the outside, in my opinion. Obviously, he doesn't want to get in too close until he can find his rhythm and figure out Fortuna's rhythm, I would say. That's just me speculating, obviously. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, Fortuna's best chance is obviously he's going to have to get into the inside somehow and, and work him there. He does have knockout power. I think his best friend's going to be body shots to get going to find that rhythm and, you know, work his way in from there. I don't know. What do you see? I kind of agree with what you're saying. I just think the 10-year age gap is going to play a part in this fight. Garcia's got the youth. He's got the speed. Uh, Garcia wants to prove himself. It's a big fight for him. I mean, they're just basically saying, Javier, you're just a gatekeeper here. You're just a stepping stone to build a name up. This should be an easy walk in the park. Um, it shouldn't be much of a contest. That's what Garcia's camp is thinking. So, Fortuna's got to come out there and shock the world. So, he's well, Garcia's 
you know, like, I mean, even throughout this whole buildup, uh, maybe not so much in the last few days, he's been focused on Fortuna, but, you know, most of his conversation is being surrounded by Javante Davis and he wants to fight him next. And, you know, I, I really hope that, you know, thinking of that fight's not going to jeopardize what he's capable of doing here tonight. So, or tomorrow night, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see that. I mean, you know, they were very pleasant to each other in the press conference yesterday. Uh, they exchanged hats. You know, yes. that, that was kind of cool. Um, you know, obviously when the cameras were on them, Ryan's trying to sell the fight till he's talking down to him and what have you. But even today at the weigh-in, you know, there was just a gracious double-handed handshake. You know, the respect was there. Uh, Fortuna gave him something else. I think a watch or something. I'm not sure what that was about. But uh, yeah, he gave him one of those. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a toss-up because I mean... I, this, is just, this is just a fight Dale always trying to throw him a lob. Here's a law, beat this guy, fight tank next. So he's got to look good. He's got to, you know, dominate the fight via a uh, unanimous decision or stop him to really shut up all the doubters about Garcia. Well, I, here's I the thing. Well, I, I think he'll win as well. But I, I think, like I said, he has to try tenderly in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I think this is Garcia. I think Garcia can knock him out. I think he, he'll finish. To, he can. He potentially could knock him out as well. I, I you know. I don't know if he's going to be able to. I don't know what his strategy is. But like I said, he was dominant in his against his fight against uh, Lo, Lo, what was his name? The, his Which last fight. One? His last one. Yeah. Who did he fight in his what, last right? fight? That guy was not a top Lugano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any A level fighters yet? Right. He's just fighting these C guys, C plus guys. Right. So he's he's got to. That's why people are criticizing him. Yeah, your record's undefeated, but who have you beat? A long yeah. list with any household names as of yet. You know. Well, I mean, he, I, he's still young in his career. I ironically, Emmanuel to go. He, he, that to go gave him a good little run for his money, though. Yeah, to go did give him a run for his yeah. money, but he did dominate the whole fight, though. I mean, for the most part, for ninety percent of that fight, was dominated by Ray Ryan, right? Yeah. But you know, I'll be honest, he didn't look great. You know, Errol Spence didn't look great in his first fight coming back. It wasn't until the fight against um, Yugos where he actually looked. Like the real Earl thing. Spence and made the talk of Spence Crawford come back again, right? I mean, that Almost talk was August, man. They still haven't signed the dotted line yet. I don't know what they're waiting for. I December or early 2023, I would think now. But I mean, if it's any, if anything's going to be announced on that, I think it'll probably be announced by August, August, September, the latest. The latest. Yeah, you got to right? build the hype, build the fight out. Yeah, I mean, it's not like neither guy's not training. I know they're training for each other. I know what's going. You know, we all know that. Yeah, right, there's yeah. no shortage of that, so it's just a question of finalizing it and who's what. And I mean, Crawford's working without a promoter too, right now, right? Yeah, I've seen that. So, I mean, from that perspective as well, I, I don't know how they're approaching it if he's you know, um, negotiating for himself or if he has people working with him. Who knows? I, I don't have that information, it's all kind of guessing up in the air right now. Um, but yeah. I, I'll say this then for this fight. I'm going to think Ryan can probably get the KO. I'm going to say in the 10th round. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I think he can finish him in under eight, but I'm with you. He's got to stop him. I think he will stop him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like I said, we keep saying he's young, but this guy did turn pro at 17. Yeah. Right? So he's been fighting professionally now for six years. And I mean, I guess, you know, consecutive, consecutive opening round KOs of Romero, Duno, and Francisco Fonseca you know, set him high up in the rankings with people yeah, thinking and everything, right? It really kind of pulled at him at that point. And I think from there, he's kind of built off that hype, right? I mean, the the fight against Luke, where he did get knocked down, he did beat him. That's probably his most definitive fight. That's the one that probably people would have said if he stayed the course, yeah, okay, this guy's an up-and-comer. But unfortunately, yeah. uh, mental health took hold and, you know, he had to step away from the game for a little bit. And I think that kind of took a little away from him. Uh, two fights getting canceled. Uh, one fight getting canceled is when he came back for because of his hand injury and then finally fighting to go, you know. So, so like I said, he's been missing in action for a while. So I like to think that was a tune-up in a way, in a lot of ways. And this is probably the first real test that he's going to face. And uh, from here, I mean, there's no shortage of opponents for him. I mean, you look between 130 and 140 in that 10 pound range, you got probably 
the prop of the best up and coming boxers in the world. You got Tank in that group. You got Haney in that group. You got Shakir Stevenson in that group as well. I mean, you can't forget that guy. He's going to move up. He can't stay at 135 yeah. forever. Sure, if you want to throw him in there as well. I call him a B boxer. I mean, Teofimo Lopez is not going away. He's fighting soon. Yeah, I know. Teofimo's coming up. So, I mean, it's kind of curious to see where everyone's going to place themselves now, right? I mean, it, yeah. that probably everyone always wants to point at the heavyweights, but I'm telling you, man, I think the most exciting boxing throughout time, throughout all of time, has to be between 135 all the way up to, I would say, 168. I think so too, but people people love the heavyweight. They love to see the big boys. No, 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 I get it. It's a spectacle, but the best boxing, best pound for pound boxing. If you're hardcore, yeah, yeah. Is it that 38 pound range between 135 and 168? I would say those are your best boxers, and that's throughout the history of boxing. For speed and skill, yeah, but for for the best attraction, like, you know, we want to see the big boys, right? Most the average dude wants to see the big guys, right? No, I get I, that. I get that, but but at well, the end of the day, like I said, man, you you can't touch Hagler, you can't touch Hearns, you can't touch Leonard. You, you know, what I mean, just you just go through the history of it. I mean, I put it this way: Steamboat and Macho Man had a better match in WrestleMania three, but everybody went to watch Hogan and Andre because they're the big boys, right? So that's just how it goes. This is human nature. You look at the big guy, you're you're amazed by him, right? You're right. I get though. it. Yeah, the young at the lesser weights, I like it myself better, but. Something about the heavyweight because it captures the public. You get like a Wilder or a Fury or Mike Tyson or Holyfield or Ali. To be fair, though, heavyweight division has been pretty shit for the last 15 years. It's only in the last maybe five years that it's picked up any kind of traction, man. Mm -hmm. Up until then, honestly, I, I'll be honest. I mean, no, no, no. But you know, I'm sure there has been. Deontay was champion for so long. No, but before him, there was nobody. But I get that. But even when he was champion, it wasn't until he fought Fury that people actually knew who he was. Yeah, we well, need to have a dance partner, right? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, like you're saying, I'm not you know, disputing what you're saying. You're right. People are there for the attraction, right? But but at the end of the day, where's the attraction when people aren't, you know, don't even know who the heavyweight champions are, for the well, most North part? America, well, the North American public tunes out for as far as boxing goes for heavyweights and un-American champs. So, like, I get it. There was Klitschko's people didn't care in North America. Right, right. But 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 Deontay being what Deontay being champion for a while, even before. I mean, he had one, he had the green belt, right? I mean, that's the one that everybody seems to want, the WBC. Yeah, didn't fight anybody of a of household name until Fury come up there and the Joshua talk and right, right. But that's what I'm saying. So and uh, apart up until five years ago, heavyweight boxing was really behind the scenes no one was really paying attention to it yeah even the casual fan even the casual fans right right so so now that tyson might walk away and whatnot then what happens to that division again because after tyson fury and and whatnot unless you're a boxing fan no one knows who's in there right now nobody knows what you sick is well, I, right. I mean, well, I mean, I think he's getting a lot more name now because of everything that's happening in the country and whatnot. That's probably built up his name, right? I mean, it's just that's the that's the shitty part about the heavyweights, man. I find it comes in waves. It came in waves with with Tyson, Holyfield, Lewis, and Riddick Bowe, and all those guys from the '90s and everything. And it took a serious dip in the 2000s up until maybe 20. You know, I would say it's almost a 15 year stint oh, no, there. Klitschko's were they were dominating, right? But right, right. Fighting. But they were dominating in Europe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Stephen A. Yeah. Smith. There's no American heavyweight champ. The public don't care. Right. At but when they did have an American champ, no one still didn't care. That's my point. You obviously started bringing it back a little bit with his crazy hand. And the theory you right brought it up, right? But yeah. Hopefully, theory doesn't go away because if he does that, you're right. Your division is going to go right back down again. Yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of scares me. But that being said, I'm not too concerned because, like I said, between 130 and 68. Those are the best fights going right now. Yeah. Those are better than all the heavyweight no, no. fights. The best, no, the best fight in the last few years is still Fury and Wilder, though. That last one, that was better than any of those other fights so far. Well, okay. Well, I would give it that. I give it that. But I mean, you know, like, I don't know. Far between with the heavyweights, though. Far and in between with the heavyweights. Absolutely. You know, let's, we, let's agree on that one. But hey, I want to throw something at you here. And um, I, I, I want to get your take on something that I was kind of looking at. Um, Sometimes I get bored, man. And when I get bored, I start looking at numbers and stats and, you know, boxers and whatnot. 
Uh, just so listeners know, I do not have a lot of free time, but when I do have free time, this is all I want to think about, guys. If not my family, this is all I like to think about. So here's your boy, Mr. Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Now I'll give this to Floyd, okay? Take everything away. The guy never failed a drug test. He's always been clean. He's always been, you know, respectful for his body and everything. I think you can appreciate that. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. So taking nothing away from Floyd. I'm going to start everything off by saying that. I'm going to take nothing away from Mr. Floyd Mayweather at all. Great champion. Amazing defensive fighter. Probably the yep. best defensive fighter ever to exist. He's yeah. An artist. He's an artist. I'll give him everything. All his due. All his respect. Here are some notable wins, and I want to get your thoughts on it. You ready? Yep. All right. Past prime, Manny Pacquiao. Debatable. Pacquiao was 35. He was still getting hard. I'll give him a... I hate to admit it, but, you know, he... he we watched fight. that together, brother. We watched that together. Yeah, I mean, Mayweather's running the whole night, but I mean, I don't think Pacquiao's fight past prime. He's thirty-five. He was going on the back end, but close. I think when people think past prime, it's because that fight should have happened ten years earlier. But think about this, though. So Pacquiao was thirty-five, and Mayweather was like thirty-six or thirty-seven. Mayweather's older than Pacquiao. Here's another thing: Spence, or sorry, Crawford's already was Crawford's already thirty-four. So when yeah. he ends up fighting, he ended up fighting uh, Spence. Spence. Maybe, and 33, which almost a year or two off of Mayweather and Pocket. It's going to be the same thing. Okay. Well, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I'm a loss for words because I said Manny Pacquiao. And that's interesting well, coming from you. It was close, but I mean, I don't think Pocket was past his prime. He was not the fierce that he was, but he was still doing pretty good. Fair enough. Okay. Next one. Ready? Robbed Marcos Medina. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. Madonna Would you agree? Martin. Uh, past prime, Miguel Cotto. Uh, I mean, he was getting older, but I mean, Cotto's a tough guy. I mean, Mayweather worked him. Past prime, Shane Mosley. Mosley was a little bit past his prime, but Mosley stung him there. And he's the only guy to make actually uh, Floyd's feet wobble a bit. So, still okay. hits hard. And okay, Ricky Hatton. <laughs> Ricky the Hitman, yeah. Yeah, no, he beat Hatton at a good age. Hatton looks great right now. He's coming for a comeback. Yeah, dude, an exhibition fight. Dude looks amazing. All that weight that he lost. Yeah, and look how fast he did it. I know. Right? I like, that. like, I don't, I, I still don't understand how people can work out for years on end and not lose any weight. He's just a natural, like, God given. Wow. It's just insane. Uh, past prime Oscar De La Hoya. I thought De La, that was a close fight. And I know how old De La Hoya might have been 35, 36. Taylor Hoy was in the back end. Yeah, maybe he was a little bit younger, but... A Class B fighter in Zeb Judah. Zeb <laughs> Judah, yeah, he, he took out Judah. But, you know, like, yeah, Pocky was 35, so I, I, I can't call him past prime. 35 still not bad. It's only the same age that Crawford is. A I know catch... that's the thing. He beat, he beat a young Canelo, though. Well, I mean, at a catchweight. Yeah, Canelo was, wasn't, wasn't... A kid quite... at a catchweight. Yeah. Um... Another catchweight, Juan Manuel Marquez. Yeah, he worked him. Yeah, De La Hoya was 34 when they fought. So, I mean, he, yeah. he wasn't, but, you know. All right, here's one. You ready? Past prime, God rest his soul, Arturo Gotti. Oh, I beat the crap out of Arturo Gotti. This is one of the worst beats Arturo Gotti ever got. Yeah, Arturo took a lot of headshots by them. But I, I hate to say it because it's my second favorite fighter of all time. I mean, whether kicked his ass, he beat the crap out of him. Robbed. Jose Luis Castillo. I thought that Castillo won that fight. If you watch that fight again, people who haven't seen the fight watch that fight. It's very close. So would you say would you say it's safe to say that Floyd should be 48 and 2? I think so. I think right? so. A couple I mean, Medina and, and uh, Castillo should have gone the other way. But it's the same thing that Canelo gets. Like with Triple G, they're always going to favor guys like in Vegas, Canelo. In the no, no, no. Well, we'll do the Canelo. We'll do the Canelo list next, right? I mean... This is just this is something I just was finding interesting. It's just kind of looking at refereeing and just looking at bad decisions in boxing and the few the, the couple that we've seen this year, uh, you know, with, with um, Josh Taylor that 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 you know he, he totally robbed. He walked away with that one. What do you got, man? What are you thinking? Well, I'm saying, man, I'm just I'm getting excited for the Triple G Canelo fight like that. I love what uh, if people haven't heard that what Triple G said. 
somebody asked him, a reporter said, uh, why is Canelo keep bad-mouthing you? And you know, remember what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, know, and yeah. A comeback. No, it's great. And to be honest, and it's like I said to you, I messaged you back and I said, you know, the, the, the people who lie the most are the most offensive. Yeah. You know, someone who's lying or sorry, not the people who lie the most. Sorry, let me restart that again. People who are trying to hide something or cover something up will be the most offensive. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and, you know, it's, it's a clear indication. I mean, he's, he's, he's marked himself. I mean, as great as Canelo is and everything, no matter what, I'll always, you know, you'll always know that, that he did something right. I mean, like Barry Bonds, it's the first thing you think about is steroids when you talk about Barry Bonds. Yeah, but no, that's fine. That's why I said when I started talking about Floyd, say what you want about Floyd, and I'll say things about Floyd too from time to time. Absolutely, right? But you gotta, you gotta hand it to the guys that have always come clean. Yeah, he never failed the test. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, he's never failed the test. Well, then. Actually, no. Floyd did fail a test. Did he? Yeah, I guess he never learned as a kid not to put your hands on women because he beat up his girlfriend and spent what six to nine months in jail. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a different story as no. well, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, th I think I'm. Yeah, okay, fair enough, right? I mean, he's not perfect, right? But uh, I'm talking about enhancements. Yeah, I know, I know. He's, right? he's, he's, you know, yeah. that, uh, you know, same with Conor McGregor. He's never failed the test. He's always been clean. Oh, speaking you know, of Floyd, he's coming back supposedly for a real fight. Floyd. Floyd, so he's going to do, he's got a couple fights, kind of two exhibitions, and he said he's going to do a real fight. Now, I don't know who that fight will be against. Wow, um, eh? Supposedly, he's talking about it. So I don't know. The guy takes a lot of heat. I get it, 50, 50 and 0 and whatnot. But I mean, there's guys out there with even greater records than he has. I mean, yeah. he he sells that he's got O, right? Yeah, he's, he's got that O. I get it. But I mean, yeah, did he cherry pick a few fighters? Yeah, did he wait till Pocky got a little bit older? Absolutely. Did Pocky would have whooped his ass silly six years prior? But maybe they're not stupid. He always saw that a little bit of spite. He, he did that with De La Hoya. Yeah, but, but do you think he would have even in his prime? Manny would have beaten Floyd in his prime? Because, I mean, like you said yourself just now, their age difference wasn't that far off when they did no, fight, right? Right? Uh, but, but you know, it's just like with that defense and everything that he has, that Philly, you know, like, you know, the, just the way he can move and everything. Do you think he... I don't I mean, think he would have run as much as he was able to run on Manny. The whole fight, he just basically ran and hugged, ran and hugged, pot, run and hugged. He didn't want to trade Manny. I don't blame him. He's not stupid. But I think five or six years later, yeah, man, you would have got him. Think so earlier? Yeah. Five or six earlier. Yeah, I think we'd have put him down. Okay. Um no. yeah, no. So uh Charlo is gonna be defending his titles uh I think early next year. That's no, a long time. Yeah, they've announced a fight against Tim Tazu. Oh yeah, uh, I see January 23rd or something. Yeah, like January 23rd. Um, interesting. I, I don't understand why they would announce it six, you know, five, five, six months before the fight. It's kind of early, don't you think? It's kind of early. I'm not surprised they did that, but so trying to get the hype, get people talking, get excited for it, I guess. So I don't know. It's hard to get excited for this one right now. I mean, it's so early still. There's so many fights to come before it. Yeah, we're only what 30. 38 days away from Usyk and Joshua. So that's coming. We got Usyk and Joshua, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, there's some big cards coming up here. Um, the Monster Trip the granddaddy of them all, not that far off. No, that's in September. Or, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, September, right? Yeah, yeah. But before that, though, we do have, like I said, a few other fights coming up that do have some, that carry some name and, you know, can shift the pieces around to all these other divisions. But yeah. we'll get into those as we get closer. Um, what else you got there, Chance? Well, that's pretty much it as far as that. I'm just excited for Triple G and Canelo and the uh, Yusuf Joshua fight because uh, the winner of that's going to fight. I know Fury said he's thinking, stepping away, but I think he's just building up hype. I mean, he's, hype. Did you see what he said? He wants $500 million. He's just playing games. No, it's he's totally playing game. I mean, he's the same guy who says that he doesn't even care about the money or anything, right? Yeah, um, well, like I said, if he was going to retire, they would have stripped him by now. Yeah, exactly. So they, wasted, they wasted no time stripping Josh Taylor of two of those belts. Exactly. You know, he's fighting. Oh, yeah. Jake Paul and Haseem Rahman Jr. are fighting September 6th. Yeah. What do you think of that? I hope Jake Paul smokes him. Why? Just because, because I'm sick and tired of everybody saying, oh, he's not a real fighter. He's not this. He's not that. Well, here he is fighting a professional boxer now, and uh, he's going to beat him. I know Rahman's not a top fighter, but hey, people say beat a pro. Okay. He's going to beat a pro. I don't think he's really beating a pro, though. What's that? I don't think it's still a fair, I don't think it's a fair fight. Well, it's considered a pro. No, no, no. Sorry. I, he is a pro, but I don't, I, I, that came out wrong. I'm sorry. What I meant to say was, I don't think it's a fair fight. You don't think Roman has a chance? No, I think the DAC is stacked against him. 
Yeah, but he, all the stipulations, man, rehydration rule, this and that, like he's putting everything in place to make it, you know, as easy as possible for himself. Yeah, he's, he's kind of learned that from Floyd Mayweather, how you kind of like, you you add all yeah. the stipulations. To it's just kind of stupid. That, that's not right. That makes no sense. Like, okay, it's so he can only rehydrate 10 pounds. So what does that mean? Is there a clause in his contract that Jake Paul can only go up so much himself then? I'm not you know sure what I mean? Contract, like, Jake Paul right? Paul's the A side. This guy will make no money if he doesn't fight Paul. He's a, he's a, nobody knows who he is. He's I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping Raheem no, I'm going for Paul. All the way. I'm Paul's going for. Him. I'm going for. I'm going. I'm going the other way, man. I'm going for the, the boxer. Why, the reason why I like half what's that? I'm going for the boxer. But so is Paul, though. Nah, not yet. If he beats him, then I'll consider him a boxer. Until then, like I said, until then, he he's he's um yeah he likes to he likes to participate in boxing, but I would not call him a pro boxer until he beats a pro boxer. Is that fair? Yeah. I'm, I'm not excited. taking anything away from him. I, I good for him. He's worked really hard, but you know what? All the guys that he's fought, and I don't care. Anyone says, "Oh, he fought the he fought uh, you know UFC Tyrone Woodley or whatever." Yeah, that still doesn't count in my opinion, right? You fight someone at the same discipline who's only have this discipline. Raheem's yeah. got a lot of amateur fights under his belt as well. That's a beauty about Jake Paul. He just started a few years ago. Look at how far he's gone. This yeah, but I don't know if you can judge how far he's gone or not, man. Until he fights a real fighter. Well, that's the thing, though. So if you take, I don't know how old he is, 27, 28. So you take your average 27 or 28-year-old. There's no way he gets pro this fast, right? Yeah, so no, that's fine. But, I mean, he also he has a lot of money to do it and everything and has the the people to back it up to help him get there, right? I mean, it, it's not all yeah, just him. Yeah, millionaires that would, can never become pro, though, right? You get the yeah, yeah, but that's all he's done is focused on on the art, right? And I, I take nothing yeah, away from him, no, right? That's my point. But, yeah, but, like, I mean, you look at all the guys that he's fought, honestly. I mean, really, realistically speaking, man, come on, a basketball player? Well, what was that? Celebrity. No, it's still, right? I mean, but he still considers that a pro fight. That's still considered, you know, a win on his professional record. Yep. That, that, that's nonsense, man. Bad aspirin coming off fucking hip surgery. A month off of hip surgery. Yeah, but you can't fault the guy. He's being the people they put in front of him, right? No, I mean, no, no. Right? He's handpicking. They cherry-pick them. It's not like someone's picking well, for him. Up. He's not going to go fight Triple G right away, but he needs to, you know, he's working his way up. People say yeah, fight but, but you're not, But you're not working your way up and you're not helping your cause when you're fighting people that aren't even yep. boxers. But he's, it's called price fighting, right? So I'll give you an example. Lesnar never went through the amateur ranks in UFC. He fought one dude in Japan, kicked his ass. Next thing he fought, he was fighting Frank Mir. When you're that big of a name, it's all about selling tickets and pay-per-views, right? Lesnar should have had probably 10 fights before he even was allowed to fight in UFC. But he was such a talented athlete. Dana White said, you beat this guy up? Hung Man Choi, come on to UFC, bro. And he did it. And he started kicking ass, right? So I'm not saying Paul's on the level of a Brock Lesnar. Not many men are. But this is kind of the thought process. He sells the fights. He worked his butt off. So they're going to put him out there, right? Well, like I said, Ben, I mean, I got to take nothing away from him. He's worked really hard. He never never went to NXT. He never tried. Yeah, Logan Paul has done shit. And his boxing record is complete garbage. He's owned two. in WWE, right? Yeah, but you know what? I mean... It doesn't matter if you have 100 amateur fights. If you're going to sell the tickets, people want to watch you. All I'll, 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 I'll pass judgment on Logan Paul after I see what he can do in a singles match. Because yeah. every other contest that he's been in, he's had someone in his corner in a tag match, so his work rate has to be pretty low. And, yeah, if you practice the same spot over and over again, and you can ask our friends here in the local scene, you practice enough, yeah. you're going to hit that all the time, right? So. I, I'm still not sold on Logan Paul in the WWE either. I like to see a bit more. I'm taking nothing away. Respect, but, you're there. But look at it this way. We've been in many indie shows, and he wrestles and invited in 98% of those guys. What have you seen from him? He's done like three fucking moves, man. But he, look how easy he was fighting on the ring. Yeah, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying, though. But I like to see him do a proper match, end-to-end, bell-to-bell, yeah, right? Then you can see. I want to see how he works you know, with, with, with the transitional moves. I want to see how he works with, you know, the, the, just the small things, the small details and stuff like that. Anyone can do a spot, man. Anyone can, like, yeah, not anyone, obviously, but. No, but the thing, here's the thing, dude. So I'm not going to mention any, any promotions name. We've been to many, any shows over the years. 98% of those guys couldn't even do those three spots, whatever he was doing in WWE wrestling. They couldn't even do it. And he's doing it like that with ease. He got the charisma. People hate him. They boo him. He's got the look. I mean, why not? I think it's a great, great for them. Man. Again, great for the casual fan. For me, not really. I like to see a bit more just to pass judgment and to see if I'm really into it. Fair enough. Um, I, I gotta get, 
nothing but credit to the Paul brothers, man. They, they came no, no, they've they've done great. I'm again, I'm 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 not I'm not trying to hate on them either. All I'm saying is, you want to be recognized in a sport, and I appreciate that, and I know you're putting your time in. But until you do the actual act of it properly, then and then I can say, yeah, absolutely. This guy is a boxer. He's on the right trajectory, right? That's well, all Logan I'm Paul, saying. Logan, Logan Paul boxed a bunch of rounds of Mayweather. Mayweather never put him down. Because well, he's not allowed to. That's the thing. But, I mean, well, you could. You can put him in a body shot. No knockouts. You can do the body shot. Yeah, and he, he, he shook him up. He hit him. He got him. He tagged him a few times, right? Um Again, Logan Paul boxing, I, I don't think go together. He's a oh, horrible he's boxer. Yeah, his brother's better at boxing. Right? And Jake is the boxer of the family. He's okay. the one who can have the most success. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, I kind of hope Raheem, you know, Rockman wins only because for the boxing people. Right? I, 25. He's still young, so he's just getting started. Who? Jake Paul's only 25. Yeah, he's only getting started, but I mean, if he's just going to cherry pick all his fights and everything, then you know I can't respect him as a fighter. It's I, I like fighting, right? Mayweather cherry picks. Everybody cherry picks a fight. It's price fighting, right? Yeah, but this guy's going to cherry pick every fight. Eventually, he's going to have to fight the you know the higher the better fighter. But this is his real first professional boxing fight, really. I mean, yeah, he beat a Ben Askren and Tyrone Woodley. Okay. UFC, but not say he loses. Say he loses. Then what happens to Jake Paul? Fighting again. He's Do you think this is a risk, though, man? It's a big risk for him. Not really. He's rich as hell, dude. No, no. In terms of his fighting career, it's a big risk. It's 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 a big risk. Not really, because he's such a big name. Even if he was to lose, he could fight another guy again, right? People want to fight him for the payday. Hasim Rahman's fighting for the payday. This guy, this guy, nobody knows who he is before Jake Paul put him on the map. So he's fighting for the payday, and other guys like him will do it. The hundred boxers would fight him. Hundreds of guys, not even guys that are household names, will fight him for the payday. People just want to get paid. I hope he loses, man, just so I can fucking rub it in your face. <laughs> he's going to lose. Gonna lose. He's going to lose. Super slow. I, uh, you know what? I don't know. We'll see. Well, like I said, anything can happen. Um, I'm telling know. everybody right now on this podcast: these Paul brothers are legit athletes. They're the real deal. I'm not saying Jake Paul's going to be like Triple G or Manny Pac. It's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying these boys are legit athletes, and they're good at wrestling and boxing, and they train hard and. Yeah, you guys are going to see what they're going to do here. These guys are no jokes. Yes, I know they say silly things, outlandish things, but they're still kids, man. They're only 25, 26. People forget. So when do you stop being a kid, bro? Well, they act like kids. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, you know what I mean? When, when do you become yeah. an adult? Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. You know what? They've worked really hard. I'm not going to take anything away from them. There are a couple of kids from you know Ohio, and they worked really hard. So it's not like anything was just handed to them oh, 100%, right? You know, uh, they've made stupid calls and they've made stupid decisions in their career i mean logan basically almost lost everything after that whole japan situation mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you're familiar with that at all yeah what, ha- what happened there right i mean respect let's see what they do like i yep. said this is his first real test i think the boxing peers to me doesn't want to see someone like jake paul come in and beat a boxer i have a no problem because at the end of the day this let's say Rahman had Arrow's record. He's has he's 12 and 1. I'm not sure his amateur record. Let's say he had 40 amateur fights, right? He had hundred over hundred. And if Jake Paul can beat him in his first professional fight, that goes to show you how good Jake Paul is, right? I just think that Dak, like I get it. I get what you're saying, but I think Jake's Paul's team tries to stack the deck against every opponent. That's all I'm saying. That's what Canelo does. They always they always say you gotta wear these gloves and this ounces and this rep. It always happens. But here's the thing though. Jake Paul is going to shock. But he is in no position, in my opinion, as a boxer to fucking make those kind of demands of other fighters. Yeah, but dude, here's the thing. He hasn't proved anything. Raman's ever had. Raman needs It does matter, dude. He's A-side. He's selling the fight. He's got millions and millions of followers that are going to buy this fight and watch him fight. That's why he gets to call the shots. He's the A-side. Like Mayweather always said, when Mayweather fought De La Hoya, it wasn't... I have the poster, actually. It's in my garage. It wasn't... Uh, Mayweather versus De La Hoya. It was De La Hoya versus Mayweather. Why? At that time, De La Hoya was the A-side. He called the ounces in the gloves. He called the ring size. He called the ref. After Mayweather beat him, then you would see Mayweather versus Cotto, Mayweather versus Madonna, because he's the A-side. Right now, Paul is the A-side. He called the shots. This is how it works. That's how it goes. Well, People said the same thing to me. Oh, uh, I'm an I'm a MMA peer. So I don't want Brock Lesnar in there. I 
to why he's going to kick some ass. He's going to win the belt. He's going to do all these things. He's a freak athlete. He had, he had one fight against Hung Man Choi. He kicked his ass. Then he fought Frank Muir. Yes, he lost to Frank Muir, but he was winning that fight before he got the ankle lock. And you just seen what he did become a champ. That I'm not saying Paul's on that level, but if you're that good, you're that good. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, fair I enough. I, I don't think the guy will ever challenge for a title, though. I'll say that much. Yeah, you might be right. I'm not saying he's going to beat Canelo or Triple G, but he's going to beat some of these these kind of ramen guys. He's going to he's going to beat them silly. The All lower right. level boxer guys, he'll beat them. Well, I know. Yeah, we'll wait. find out, man. I mean, that's probably the next one. So July, we have uh, Ryan. Like CM, Punk. CM Punk. I never fought in his life when UFC looked terrible. Absolutely terrible. Well, at least Paul's legitimate. You know what I mean? Punk looks look like. I, I don't see how you can keep saying he's legitimate. You can, I, I can justify you saying he's legitimate after he wins his fight if he wins. Well, because well, until then he's not legitimate. But here's the thing: he's though, not a legitimate fighter, bro. UFC champ and bad. Doesn't ass matter. Fight. It doesn't matter. They're not fighters. They're not boxers. Well, until he, until he okay, like you said, if he beats if he beats Hasim Rockman Jr., then I will call him legitimate, a legitimate boxer. Until then, he's not legitimate. Yeah, but if you're saying he's not legitimate, how does he beat a Ben Askren and Tyrone Woodley then? What because they're not boxers. Because all he did is focus on boxing. I'm not saying that he's not a bad boxer. He, he's, he, no, I, they're dirty Dude, fighters, I, man. They're, they're wrestlers. They're both I, fucking wrestlers. Boxing has been five years old, dude. They can all train that, but if you're not focusing on it, like wrestling was his forte. But it's kind of like, okay, it's like this. Now. It's like this. It's like you you focus on jujitsu, but you do you know little boxing on the side. Doesn't make you a boxer. Well, what do you consider Jake Paul then? If he beat up Tyrone Woodley twice and Ashton, what are those guys considered then? They're MMA athletes or or wrestlers, wrestlers and MMA guys. Dude, MMA guys can still throw punches though. Yeah, but they're dirty boxers, man. It's not legit. I mean, that's why that's why most guys who go that's why most guys who go into the ring as MMA guys as a boxing usually come out at the wrong end. No, I get it, but remember something. He's only been training two years. He's been training since been five years old. He's only been training a couple of years. No, I get it, but he's been really focusing on his training on boxing, on that single art form, right? Exactly. That goes to how talented he is in two years. Yeah, but 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 how can he base his talent? How can you say he's so talented based on the people that he's beaten? Because he beat up former UFC champs. Doesn't matter, man. And until, like I said, great, he beat a UFC champ. Okay, fine, I get it. 99 percent right. of the people will get smoked by Tyrone Woodley in a boxing match. Even if you take my next door neighbor who's 25, he wants to go train the boxing for two years. Tyrone Woodley beat the okay. Tyrone Woodley beat Tommy Ferry, who's a professional boxer. No, it's too big of a height. How do you much weight? Weight? Why? Well, it's about the same size as Jake Paul and him were. No, no, dude. Tyrone. Yeah, Woodley. yeah, yeah. Jake Paul and him are pretty much the same size. Uh, there's a bit of a bit of a gap, but yeah. Uh, Woodley, I don't know. He might. Woodley's little, right? I, you know, like that's all. Look, we can argue all day. We're not going to agree. You saying he's not legitimate. So what are Woodley? Yeah, I, 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 they're this. They're athletes, but they're not boxers. Legitimate. Okay, if he was fighting MMA, if he had stepped into the arena of MMA and fought those guys in one, yeah, he's legitimate in that sport. He's not legitimate in boxing, in my opinion, until he fights an actual boxer, no, a guy that just focused on that discipline only. Nothing else. Huh? Well, Brock Lesnar was a wrestler going into MMA. MMA is different. Most wrestlers don't until they go to MMA. Look at that new guy right now. Look at at the guy they just signed right now. Um, The guy from American Top Team. The guy with the red hair. I can't remember his name, but this guy's like top tier wrestler, right? And he's only learning how to punch now. Right? So, I mean... But but when, Brock, when Brock went into he the UFC, he right, he had one fight, and the first fight that he had was a championship fight, which he lost because of a rookie mistake. No, 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 no. he had that was a second fight. His first fight Sorry. was young man, right? Right, his up. second fight, right? But his second fight, it was he lost because of a rookie mistake. He got over anxious or over rambunctious and and you know, overstepped where he should have gone, and he learned from that and he got better. Great, exactly. I get that, well, right? But MMA is different. Bad. Right, right, but MMA is different in that sense, right? Boxing is a separate discipline just focused on striking, right? MMA is a combination of everything. You can be a boxer and go into MMA as Clarissa Shields did. You can be 
you can be a kickboxer like Israel Adesanya and go into MMA. Yeah, but right? how much in the population can do what Jake Paul did? 1% if that. That's what I'm saying. This guy's a legit freaky, scary athlete. I'm not saying he's Canelo, but I'm telling you, for him to do what he's done in two years, he's only 25. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away. All I'm saying is until he fights an actual boxer, then I'll acknowledge him as a boxer. Until then, he's just there as boxer. Boxing. Many years, man. He's a real deal. Not a bit. Maybe, in your opinion, I disagree. I, I, I think, you know, his work ethic is real. I think his ability to attract people is real. I think his, you know, the way he's approaching it is real. And I'm giving him nothing but props for all of that. All I'm saying is, man, is if he, he has to beat Rockman, in my opinion, to become a legitimate fighter, to be considered a legitimate boxer. We we're doing a boxing podcast. We talk about boxing, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, boxers are boxers. Uh, jiu-jitsu guys are jiu-jitsu guys, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <coughs> Pardon me. But it's pride, but, 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 but I get it, dude. I'm not talking about anything. Let's take all of that out of the equation. Let's just talk You're about the two. A boxer, but I'm telling you, I think he is. We'll find out who was right on August 7th. Fight on no, the 6th. no, no. No, that's fine, right? Like I said, if you, I, I don't really care if he wins or loses, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. I mean, if he wins, you know, I have nothing but respect for him. Yeah, that legitimizes him in my mind. Then I'll say to him, yeah, I'll take him more seriously as a boxer now. I like to see who his next fight's going to be after that if he wins. You know, like, I mean, the, you're on the right path then. Yes, you proved me wrong, right? I'm not saying he's not a fighter. Yeah, he is a fighter, absolutely. But at the end of the day, like I said, he needs to fight a real boxer. And he did have his hand full against Tyrone Woodley in that second fight until, you know, he knocked him out. I'm saying, well, he's got good hands, right? Right. You know, so he had him up against the ropes. He had him bloodied. He had him all those things. So, I mean, that was a part of the experience. He's experienced that. He can take all those experiences and build it up now to the next stage, right? This is it. This is the one that I've been waiting for. I wasn't impressed with any of the other ones per se, only for the fact that I know that he's been training his boxing and that's all he's been doing. And he's really, really learning how to strike. Striking and boxing is different from MMA striking. Yeah, no, I know, but what I'm saying to you is before Woodley and Aspen took those fights, they were training their ass off in boxing. All Woodley did for the last year after he lost the was train boxing, train boxing. So he wasn't he wasn't like he was just goofing around and rolling wrestling. He didn't even do that. He was just using the mix. Yeah, but you know what? Woodley lost something, man. After after that Kamar Usman fight, there's something missing from that guy. He was never the same. No, but you would but you would say if you were to say to somebody, a former UFC champion, he's like 39 now, 40. Could he beat up a YouTube guy? You would who trained for you? Say, oh, he should be able to just dummy the guy. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying Paul's uh, Mike Tyson, but he's a legit fighter. He's going to be around for a while. Like I, I said, I, look, look, I'm not saying he can't fight, but I, I don't think he's a legitimate boxer until he fights a legitimate boxer and beats him. Yeah. Right? Even if he loses against Rockman, I'll say, yeah, you're a legitimate fighter now. Right? Win or lose, I'll still give him the respect of being legitimate boxer because he fought a boxer. Yeah. Right? But I'm and, not and, doing it because it's prize fighting. And raw men should thank Jake Paul because the guy's career is dead in the water. Nobody knows who he was. He'll never get a top fight. It's the biggest fight of his career, and he'll never have a bigger fight. And uh, so he he that's why he's loving this. He doesn't care that Jake Paul's the A side because he's getting paid. If not, he's not getting paid, right? He needs his payday. You fight Paul's, you get paid. Well, brother, man, like I said, man, you and I we can argue about this all night long, and we probably well, could too. Either you're gonna be right. I'm gonna be right. We'll find out August seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love I love this banter, man. It makes me happy. You know, it's good that we're far away because one of us will probably slap the other one. Well, I'm just glad that I'm just glad because I'm a want the Paul brothers to prove everybody wrong because all I hear is these wrestling guys in the bingo hall. Oh, Logan Paul sucks. Same dude with the beer belly that can't even climb up the ropes. Just telling people that. So Who? these Paul doing it, they're pissing people off. And I, Where I like have, have you heard that? Oh yeah, I hear people talk about it all the time. I'm not gonna mention names or promotions, but. People say, oh, he's not a real wrestler. What do you mean? He looked good at WrestleMania. Better than anybody that I see most of the time. To be honest, I still say Bad Bunny did a better job than him. Bad Bunny had that one move. Yeah, it was a good move. But I think overall, Jake Paul looked more like a legitimate wrestler. Logan. Yes, Bad Bunny, that one move that Jake Paul didn't do was good. Logan Paul. Logan Paul, sorry, yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, this again, for both brothers, this is a good test, okay? You got... Mm -hmm. Finally, Logan, okay, you want to be WWE guy? That's awesome. I mean, it kind of sucks that these two brothers are going into the two arenas that I love the most. I love it. Right? Why is it a bad thing, though? It's not a bad thing. I just think it's 
this purist stuff is all bullshit, dude. Trust me. If you can do it, do it. If you can get paid, get paid. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I just, I feel bad for the guy who spot, who might be taken or whatnot. Who's earned it? Who's earned it? I'm not saying it from the guy who doesn't deserve it. Talking about the guy who might have earned it. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But that's the same old thing. Like you hear a punk rock band that's 50, man. We could have made it, man. We're better than the Rolling Stones. You didn't make it. So too bad. They made it. Cool. I'll say this: Sap and Chance will make it. There you go. Um, okay, so here's here's how I'm gonna end this here. Then, okay, we got okay. two brothers. Okay, I'm taking nothing away from them. I know what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you in any aspect of what your arguments are. All I'm saying is, and you have to at least understand my point if you don't agree with. I agree. With what you're saying. Okay. You need to be Legitimate box. I get that. I agree. Both of them are in this position now. If you think about it, I'm not sure if we thought about it from this perspective, but both guys are going to do something pretty massive in the next month and a half here. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh in the next in the next four weeks, in the next month, sorry, because SummerSlam's two weeks away, right? Yeah. And you basically got this the next weekend. So these are basically back-to-back weekends. Yeah, it's huge for them. In essence, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to yeah. be back-to-back weekend. SummerSlam's on the 30th. This is on August 6th, you said, right? August 6th, yeah. At MSG. Yeah. So, Logan Paul, in my opinion, needs to show us that he can legitimately, like, he can actually carry a match. Yeah. Work a whole match as a single competitor. I want to see that. Okay? I'll... I'll that will determine a lot for me in terms of his I think what he can do. He's got the charisma. He's got the in-ring work. I think he'll be able to pull it off. Will he be, okay. will he be Kurt Angle in there? No, but he'll, he'll be good. Well, let's find out. I mean, he's working with the Miz. Let's see what the Miz can do with him. It'll be fun. it be very entertaining stuff. Right. I mean, I think if he was fighting AJ, I think if he was fighting Sean, I think if you even if he was fighting Seth Rollins, I think it would have been a more exciting and actual made him look really good, where okay. most people say. I kind of look at the Paul brothers like this. I'm not saying they're my favorite guys. Like, I like them, but I'm looking at it like this. If these two guys can be YouTube stars and they can train their ass off and wrestling and box can become like this, anybody can do it. The kid that's 10 years old could say, hey, look at the Paul brothers. They were, they just picked it up and worked their ass off. You put your uh, boots on and go to work. Look what happens. And these guys are testing the hard work. Oh, man, and you know what? And I get it. And I'm, you know, we're not, we're not. We're no slouches to it. We understand hard work more than anybody. So I get it. I know they're putting in the time. You know, uh, they're working hard. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you though. Jake's got to beat some real boxers. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So back to back weeks, we got the Paul brothers. You know, and it's it's. I think these two, those, those two weeks are making break yeah, weekends have, for them. Let's have a friendly bet. Fuck! I already owe you a six pack of no, coke, no, no, man. If, <laughs> which I'm pretty confident he will. If Jake Paul wins the fight. I'm going to order you a Jake Paul shirt. You have to wear it on the boxing podcast. Jake if Paul. Roman, if Jake Paul beats Roman, uh-huh. wear a Jake Paul shirt for you and you have to wear it on the boxing podcast. Okay. If and you then, lose, what do you, then what you, what you have to get a tattoo that says Samson. No, I can't do I don't like needles. <laughs> wear any shirt you want. No, no. Uh, if you lose, then I don't know, bro. I mean, I really. You can think about it. Hmm. Do you have a chicken suit? No. Hmm. I'm trying to find something. All right. I'll tell you what. Okay, fine. Well, your portion is set. Let me think about my side of the bet. Hey, listeners, here's your opportunity. If you truly are listening to us, maybe leave a comment on what Chance has to do if he loses his bet. Um, So, yeah, we'll go with that. But, hey, listen up, man. It's Friday night. I want to go and relax a little bit now and uh, sit down with little Miss Miss and the big boss herself and have a little bit of family time, man, before this weekend gets going here. Um, you got anything? Tomorrow? Pardon? You going to Briar Fest tomorrow? We're talking about this on the podcast? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going to pop in. I Probably not. I mean, it's going to probably be raining. I don't see any. Well, he says he's listening, so we'll see if he's listening. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's going to be raining, so oh. I don't, I don't really foresee myself going to the beach on a rainy day. Uh, I haven't heard anything from him either, though, to indicate he's changed his plan or if they're changing oh, location. Wow, champion man! I don't know. Uh, something about the rain at the beach just kind of makes me think that children. On, so I don't know. We'll hmm? see. It's supposed to be off and on tomorrow. Who knows? All right. Well, like I said, I'm not sure where I'm going to be. I might be there. I may not be there. It all depends on what time I wake up and how the day starts for me. Yep. 
Uh, but we'll kind of go from there. Anything else? No, I think we did a good one then. Covered a lot of ground here. We talked from Paul Brothers to Mayweather. We did everything. Covered it all. You got no top five for me. I got top five for you. Well, shit, man. Let's have it. Okay. Who this is going to be top five? We'll keep it boxing related. We're going to say, and this is a little bit tricky because not a lot of them. Bobby Samson's top five favorite boxing movies. Did we do this before? Nope. Sure? I'm sure. Oh, top five boxing movies. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to say. All the rock. I'm gonna just group these movies together in one. Okay, the first one. All the Rocky movies except Rocky Five. Okay, so Rocky, yeah, number one. I agree. Right. Um, boxing movies. Not a lot of them. I've noticed. Taxi Driver. Yeah, <laughs> Mad Dog Russo was talking about that one today, actually. Yeah. Right. You know, Taxi Driver would probably have to be in there. Um. I don't know if I was a fan of Will Smith being Ali, but I like the Ali documentaries. Would that be fair? Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. We'll lump it in. Yeah. Um, the Hurricane? Yes. That was a good film. Like I ended up in Vancouver, right? Eh? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that, but I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His law team was from Canada, like some Vancouver people, like I believe. I can't remember. I'd have to watch the film again. And then there was that one with Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, um, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. I know which one you mean, though. That's Molitor loves that movie. Yeah. Stephen Molitor, if you're listening. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, I would say those are probably the best five boxing movies that I know of right now oh you know what there was that comedy one with de niro and um and so oh, yeah. stallone what was that called again i can't remember but they were like the old boxers there's kind of taxi driver against rocky that was good right i, I agree with you all the ones you're saying the only one that i'd put in there is the um the fighter the mickey ward story mark Wahlberg plays mickey ward yeah 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 that was a good one as well absolutely that was a really good rocky's one as well rocky's number one you can know yeah. tom hardy was that an mma movie that he did or Never seen it. It was really good as well, man. Um, last thing I'll say, but since we're talking about movies, make it quick. We'll have a little pop culture in here. I went and seen the Elvis movie last night. Yeah. You know, which, which you know way more than me. I didn't know a whole bunch about it. I learned a lot yesterday. Tom Hanks gets a bad rap. People, a lot of people are saying he didn't play good Colonel Tom Parker. I thought he did all right. The Elvis guy is amazing. I was watching that movie thinking I was actually watching really Elvis himself. That's a really movie. okay. The last. The last Elvis movie I watched, and you know, I think it's fair to say I'm a huge Elvis mark. Right? I mean, Elvis, just so you know, me and Elvis go back to the tender age of three years old when I received my first Elvis album. Wow. Uh, live from Hawaii. Aloha from Hawaii. Yeah, it was a it was a double album vinyl. And it was I remember it. I was it was given to me and I didn't know who the hell this guy was. But I started listening to it and I fell in love with Elvis. And up until the. Go ahead. What a voice. Yeah, no, he was amazing. I mean, I know, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm sure someone's going to probably say, oh, we'll use this or he was a racist. Yeah, you know what? Everyone at that time was a racist. I don't Everyone... think Well, because in the movie, they showed him going to the black side of town back. In no, the no, day. understandable. Understandable. They're talking more so in the 60s and 70s, like, you know, when he was getting older and whatnot um you know he took some flack there but they say that you know i think i think black people were upset with him because they feel that he stole his music i mean if you think about it he was eminem of his generation mm -hmm. when it came to the style and, and the music that he was he producing he did the gospel he'd bring on the black yeah well. no, he did everything but it's, but that's the thing people want to hate on anyone that's good i mean prime example look how i went i wasn't going hard on the paul brothers but i i just wanted to see more you know what i mean but I, if anything, I thought Elvis, from what I see in the movie, he embraced the black culture more than most people. And he did. And he did. Absolutely he did. You know, and, and this is coming from a brown man, right? Like my 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 favorite artist of all time is Elvis Presley. I can't I deny that. I'll always say that. Like, I mean I'm gonna ask you one quick question because we'll wrap this up. I don't know much about him. Is Colonel Parker a bad guy? Is he a good guy? What's the story? Because according to this movie, I'm just going by the movie, Tom Hanks said he went to meet uh Priscilla. Mm -hmm. and his daughter who's still alive for so 77 and she said he thought like you know tom's a, a crook the bad guy but they said nothing but good things about him so i'm asking you what's the story here with this well guy? i mean again i don't know 
hundred percent everything about Colonel Major Tom. Field. My feel is is that he did what he had to do for Elvis. And Elvis was a grown man and he had other people there to work off of and talk to. And, you know, at the end of the day, he listened to the Colonel and a lot of what Elvis was able to do, a lot of what Elvis was able to accomplish, I'd say, you know, would have still been accomplished by him, but made easier by, by the Colonel. Right. Was every decision, was every decision right? No. Did, did the colonel probably decide to do some things that benefited him as well Absolutely. as Elvis? Absolutely. But show me a manager who doesn't look out for himself as well. Mm. Right? I'm sure Johnny Grudeau's agent right now is laughing because of that contract that he signed yesterday or the two days ago. Yeah, no, fair enough. Right? Check it out. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, no, I will. I mean, I'm always tentative when it comes to Elvis movies, bro. I mean, just because I I admire him and then I was such a big fan of his and, you know, a big part of me and who I am and whatnot comes from his music. You got to go to Graceland one day, man. I would love to go to Graceland. I still, you know, that, that's on my bucket list before anything else, right? I mean, I would yeah, love to go. Know. Yeah, no, I would love to, you know, like, I mean... Elvis shirts, Elvis albums, Elvis tattoo. I mean, I don't know what else I have to show. And oh, you're a big time Elvis, and that's why I bring it up because I don't know much yeah. about it. Yeah, no, like I said, I want to watch it definitely. Um, when I saw the cover for the the poster for it, I first thing I thought like, why are they fucking making Elvis look so glam? Yeah, like with know. the with the eye shadow and the, the the accentuating of the eyes. Like, I mean, that was too much for me. Like right there, I'm like, fuck, that doesn't make I any sense. Through a couple of the performances, he had that eye shadow. One. Did he yeah, and no, he never did. Right? Uh-huh. He never. He. I mean, the only time I think the man wore makeup is when he was doing a film. Yeah. Right. Uh, I I don't know. For me personally, it's just that that kind of just. And again, it's only because I'm so critical. Mm. You know, I couldn't. You know, I can't take it with a grain of salt. I'm I. I almost want to find things wrong with it because I want to be like, that's not right. This is, you know what I mean? Because yeah, um, I don't know a whole bunch about it. So Yeah, I'm going to go see it. I'm definitely going to go see it. I mean, right now there's two movies I do want to go see. I want to go see Thor and I want to go see that movie. I wanted so, to see Top Gun, but it was like, it was, it was too late to go. I was like, you know, let's see Elvis. I heard Thor wasn't very good, but you go check it out. I don't know. I'm going to go check it out, man. I've, I haven't been let down and, you know, I mean, Thor's been, that, that's been one good series. I think Guardians has been good too, but you're not a comic. No, I'm not into comics. You're not an atomic guy, right? So, I mean, that's kind of, that makes no sense for you, right? It's kind of like me going to go see a horror film. I, I hate them. Yeah, I don't like horror either. Yeah, like for me. Really- guy but i'm like elvis is there i'll check it out yeah no i'm glad you did man you know and it's good i mean i mean like i said i have to go see it yeah and then i can come back and tell you how how accurate it was according as far as i can see it right i mean i find that biopics are tough ones because they they tend to fabricate a lot more to to kind of get the story bigger but um but yeah that's it brother all right tell you what Let's get this weekend started. I'm going to go put some burgers on the grill and make some Bobby Sampson bacon cheeseburgers. You want to come over for one? Doesn't sound bad. <laughs> we got to get together soon, bro. It, just so the listeners know, the last time I yeah, saw this go. motherfucker was fucking in April. Yeah. I'm going to Vancouver Canadians game on Sunday with uh, with rain, so maybe after we'll pop by. Uh, yeah, let me know. Um, We'll talk off the air. Yep. And, and we'll figure something out. I might be heading out with some family activities tomorrow. I'm um, not sure where I'm going to end up, but uh, yeah, I'll touch base and we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, All right, brother, man, on that note, give my best to the family and everyone else around you that you actually care about. And I will talk to you soon, my brother. Uh, on behalf of everybody, thank you for listening to us and taking the time to give us your time. How's that sound? Pretty cool. Thank you for giving us take. Thank you for the time for your time. Hmm. Giving us your time. Yeah. 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 There you go. We've got to come up with some fucking merch soon. Let's do that. Let's think about it. All right, guys. On that note, my name is Bobby Sampson, and I am here with my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. You see those who download, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. We salute you. Yes, we do salute you. And then the words of my favorite commentator. Mr. Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe.
Be safe. That's all we ask. Take care. Good night. Adios, muchachos. Thank you.